0: hey what up this is fear the father my name is tanner i'm here with my guys from the 43 project and this week we're going to be talking about how to choose your friends so last week we talked about coming to god's will for your life and and what that looks like and what that all entails and i think that a way that is kind of difficult for us to uh, accept, succumbing to God's will is how we choose our friends and uh, how we choose to surround our, or what people we choose to surround ourselves with, um, makes a big difference in our lives. And it's kind of hard to go about doing that in a way that pleases God rather than what we want and what we find enjoyable for our lives. Oftentimes, it's easy to think that we have good enough judgment to choose our friends based on our own criteria and what we want in life and unfortunately a lot of times we just don't make the wisest choices i guess and so what i did and while i was trying to decide who i was going to be hanging out and choosing my friends as i started to grow in my faith a little bit more was i turned to the bible for wisdom and i i really called into question a lot of things that i thought to be true and uh and i just wanted to put them to the test based on the scripture and see what they had to say about it and see if what i was saying it was actually was actually true or not and what if i was if what i was believing about how I was picking my friends was actually true or not. So one of the things that I kind of thought when I went to college was that, um, was that I could surround myself with people who weren't acting uh, very godly or who weren't pursuing God really in any way. And uh, that, that would be all right, that I would just be a light to them, you know, and that I would be able to use my faith to witness to them. And I think a lot of times that we try to do that, obviously, as Christians, you know, we're all called to to meet people that aren't Christ followers and uh, to try to witness to them. But uh, I thought that it would be a good idea to make a lot of those people some of my best friends and some of the people I trusted most for wisdom and guidance. And uh, yeah, I don't know. After after years of doing that, I just kind of felt empty and felt like I wasn't getting the answers from these guys that I wanted and uh, that I was hoping I would get as I was pursuing God more and more. So I turn to the scripture. A lot of it comes from Proverbs, but I want to start out first in Romans chapter three, verses seven through eight. And so this is Paul writing a letter to the Roman church. And he just says this. He says, someone might argue if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increases his glory. Why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, as some slanderously claim that we say, let us do evil that good may result. Their condemnation is just. So this was kind of a confusing passage for me at first, so I had to dive into it and kind of break it down a little bit. And basically what he's saying is like a lot of people justify their actions and the people that they surround themselves with saying that in some way it's going to glorify God. Like if I chose to hang out with people who were drinking all the time and smoking and doing things that they uh, that they wanted to do and, and I figured, you know, why not participate in that stuff so I can get them to like me so that I eventually then can witness to them and tell them about God in my falsehood God's truthfulness will be increased in his glory, right? Why am I still condemned a sinner? And, uh, I mean, he goes on to just say their condemnation is just, you know. So if you're going out and sinning and thinking that that's a way to get to get people who aren't God followers to follow God and, and to open up a door to witness to them, you know, Paul makes it pretty clear here that that's not the way that we're supposed to go about things. The Bible says, I don't have the scripture right offhand, but the Bible says, you know, that one of the best ways to witness to non-believers is to see the way that two Christians interact with one another and the love that they have for each other. And I think that speaks greatly to the type of community that we surround ourselves with and the people that we choose to be around, right? Like, the best way that we're going to witness to anybody is to uh, just be the positive, loving people that God has created us to be not to succumb to their sin and not to get involved in the sinful activities that they're participating in. But rather to bring other people around them who are God-fearing and pursuing God, and show them the way that we all interact together, and and what that looks like, uh, being a part of the body of Christ. You know, I've been I've been around people who are choosing not to follow God, and then I've been around. Those same people with groups of my friends that are going to church and actively pursuing God, and they can always feel the difference, you know? It's crazy how many people will come up to you and say, like, man, you've got so much joy in you, or your friends treat each other so differently than people I've seen. Like, they're so positive in the way that they interact with each other, and that's just because... I've recently tried to find myself around people who are actively pursuing God. You know, the Bible has tons and tons of verses about the diversity of people that follow God, but also the support that we provide each other in doing all the different things that we do. We're a diverse people. Christians as a whole are very diverse people across the whole world. We're just called to support each other, lift each other up. And so it's really important to make sure that you have good people around you who who are there to support you, but most importantly, who are there to give you the truth and to let you know when you're not following God and you're not doing what he's called you to do in proverbs thirteen twenty, it says walk with the wise and become wise associate with fools and get in trouble and that's sort of the same thing there. It's saying basically the same thing that if you if you want to grow closer to god and you want to build your relationship with god what you need to do is to surround yourselves with people who are doing the same thing and who are actively pursuing him and trying to give up their give up their lives to glorify him and do so with people who have been in the faith longer than you or who you feel have a stronger connection to god there's nothing wrong with being with being the least educated one in the room, if you're surrounded by people who are all loving God, that's an okay place to be. You're going to learn more there around those people and build a sense of community with those people that's going to glorify God and in turn also build your knowledge of God as well. And the Bible says that even though we're not participating in the sin when we're around the people who are are sinning, we must be careful Of being around those people it's gonna overcome us sin is just so powerful and i feel like that's one of the main ways that the devil tempts us you know is to put us around people who are who are doing things and kind of just flaunting it in your face saying look at all these people that you're around they're all sinning and they're fine their lives are going okay like it's all right if you participate too you know it's no big deal and as soon as you open that door to sin it's just so hard to." To, to close it again and to get away from it. I'm paraphrasing here, but one of our youth pastors says, sin will always take you deeper than you thought it would, keep you longer than you thought it would, and be even harder to get away from. It's not an exact exact quote from him, but it still rings true, I think, that you know we oftentimes participate in just a small sin thinking it's not much, but it's the door that it holds open that can really be the problem. Uh, I think another thing that people really struggle with when they're choosing their friends is they see see these people who are doing what they're not supposed to be doing, but they also see them having a lot of the things that they want to have in life, whether it's cars or money or doing well in school, even though they're partying or whatever that may look like. You know, we oftentimes envy people because of the things that they have and the possessions that they have without really knowing how truly happy they are and what they've got going on in their lives. And in Proverbs 24 one, it says, don't envy wicked men and don't desire their company for their heart plots violence and their lips talk of making trouble. And that sort of goes along with what I had just got done talking about there, their lips talk of making trouble. Like, even if you're around people who are who are not necessarily sinning around you, a lot of times they're going to be talking about things and saying things that just don't line up with biblical principles and aren't true to the word of God. Um. You know i was a business major so i've spent a lot of time pursuing entrepreneurial things and being around business owners and and guys that are working in the business field and it amazes me the amount of people that you meet that claim to be christians and claim to be devout followers of god and then you get into business with them and you start talking to them about what their business practices look like and what they're trying to accomplish and it's amazing the amount of greed that can be con- consuming these people you know and and the ways that they justify their actions that just are not, are not godly, you know, are um, are kind of devices of their own mind and are loopholes that they're trying to find in the Bible to make make their actions seem okay, right? Like make their wrongs doing seem okay, you know. And uh, and that's why it's so important to just be in the Word every day and to be reading the Bible so that you can know those things and discern those things for yourself. So that when you meet people like that who on the surface level seem to be good and then when you dive in and get to know more about them, you can kind of realize and pick out the, f- the fakers, if you will, I guess, or the people that are just putting on a facade, you know, and trying to trying to impress or or, or just trying to use God as a way to get it, get trust and to gain trust from people. Yeah, and I mean, another thing that I would like to bring up is that even if you feel strong in your faith and you feel like you can be a light it's just uh it's just so easy to get sucked into that sin you know i've seen some of the strongest christians choose to go places and try to witness to these large groups of people that are all sinning and doing bad and and they kind of just get sucked into that lifestyle and consumed about it you know our strength is in our community with each other and and having godly friends that are going to hold you accountable and call you out when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing the bible says in ecclesiastes 4 9 through 10 that two people are better than one, because together they have a good reward for their hard work. If one falls, the other can help his friend get up. But how tragic it is for the one who is all alone when he falls. There is no one to help him get up. And I just think that that, that really speaks to making sure that our community and the people that we have around us are, are godly, because, you know, we're all going to fall in life. You, you'd be a fool not to think that you're not going to slip up and make a mistake or sin in some way at some point in time. We all are, you know, that's in our just fleshly nature. But the beauty of those situations is instead of getting down on ourselves or falling deeper into sin if we've got people of god around us they can kind of get us right on the right path and turn us around and get us headed towards god and doing the things that he has intended for our lives again and uh it just says yeah but how tragic it is for the one who falls and is all alone and it's like you know i've I've been all alone you can you can have a a million friends and still be all alone if none of those friends are really looking out for your best interests and I'll tell you what, when you screw up and make a mistake and those are the kind of friends that you have, you do feel alone no matter how many of them you've got around because they're not out there to get into the nitty-gritty and really tell you what the Bible's got to say or they just don't know, you know, they don't have the wisdom, they don't have the knowledge of the Word to to express it to you and to, to get that message across when you're struggling so hard in life and, uh, yeah, and you're just trying to make your way. It's really important to have people who have studied the Word or at least who are pursuing God in some way, you know, That's another thing is that you can find people who are on a similar journey to christ with you And sometimes those people can be your best support because whatever you're going through I guarantee you somebody else has already gone through it and conquered that mountain and overcome that sin or that temptation and uh, and they'd be more than happy to help you get through whatever it is that you're dealing with so I would just say that when you're choosing your close group of friends, it's really important to make sure that they're followers of Christ and that that is their intention is to glorify God in all that they do. And that they'll hold you accountable, that they're honest and trustworthy. And and as you go about living life, they're just going to hold you accountable and make sure that they're building you up with character, integrity to be a, a person of God and somebody that he truly wants you to be and that they will help you implement that in your daily lives. Because I think that's another thing that we struggle with, you know, you go to church on Sunday and you see all your friends that are at church and you act one way and you're like, oh, it's great to see you guys. Like, I love God. I'm on fire for God, blah, blah, blah. I'm at church, so I'm just going to act this way now. And then you go out into the world and it may be work or it may be school or it even may be home. That You go back to people who aren't aren't so godly and aren't following him as closely. And it's so easy to just turn back to your old ways and to kind of assimilate with them, you know, and just become a product of your environment, for lack of a better term. And uh, yeah, you're almost like a chameleon at that point. Right. You're just blending in with your surroundings. So like the, the people that are acting bad that are around you, you're like, well, you know, they're all acting bad. So I'm going to, too, because I would rather have them accept me than face their judgment. So that's why, especially when you're young in your faith and just growing in your faith, it's so important to have good influences around you because they'll help you build that character and integrity up to a point that eventually you can go out and witness to people who are struggling and still remain true to who you are and what your faith is in Christ. Again, in Proverbs, uh, it says in 1226, the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So, I mean, I don't really need to break that down for you. It's pretty pretty straightforward, you know. The people who are righteous and who are really pursuing God are going to take some time to decipher what the people around them truly want and what their intentions are. And uh, obviously the way of the wicked leads them astray, you know If you don't go through and diligently choose your friends and try to surround yourself with the right people uh, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fall off the path in some way, you know the, the devil will tempt you and get you off the road to christ in any way that he possibly can Like he doesn't care how he does it is just as long as you're in the ditch and not on the road That's good with him And so he will use any people in your life that aren't pursuing god to do that And then in proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, this is a classic As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Yeah, again, not much explanation needed there. You just find people that are pursuing God and that want a relationship with Him more than anything, and you will again become a product of your environment, and uh, you will want to pursue God with more intention. Just be more focused on growing your life with Him as you see the people around you doing that. That kind of becomes the norm, right? Like we all want to fit in in some way. So if you're surrounding yourself with Christians and people who are pursuing God. There's absolutely nothing wrong with fitting in. That's exactly what you want to become. And it can kind of act as a lighthouse, you know, in the storm. You can you can see those people shining bright and leading the way and follow them. And in time, eventually, you know, you'll become that lighthouse for other people and you'll be able to show them the way, just show them what God has planned for their lives. Yeah, and that about wraps it up for that, I would say, you know. Be careful in who you choose as your friends. It's very important to take time to really look at people and see what they have in store for your life by seeing what they have in store for theirs, you know. You can learn a lot about a person by hearing what their goals and plans are in life and uh, just choose those people who are going to sharpen you and get you to grow closer to God because that's what it's all about at the end of the day is strengthening your relationship with God and with Jesus Christ and living a life that's going to glorify Him. Yo, thanks for listening, guys. If you like the message today and it spoke to you or you feel like it could impact somebody that you know in your life, go ahead and drop us a share or subscribe and hit us with a five-star rating. And we can be found at 43.tech, F-O-R-T-Y, the number 3.tech, forward slash F-T-F. Thanks for tuning in. We'll hear you.